your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Greg Tonjes. Ah, good morning to everybody listening and welcome to the Sunday morning scramble. 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 I don't know why I say it like that, but I like that. It fires me up a little bit. And then I just start thinking about scrambled eggs, but this is SMS, the Sunday morning scramble here. And we are super excited here on Nashville Sports Radio. We're everywhere. You can go to YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, X, whatever you want to call it for Twitter, X, Twitter. I don't know. I'm confused at this point. I don't even know what Twitch is. but I, I call uh, it the artist formerly known as Twitter now. I like that. I like that <laughs> a lot. Let's go with that. Let's go with that. And you just heard a new voice in here because Corey is... Off and about today, I'm sure we're going to get a call in from Dave, but I have Mike Patton in the house today uh, from touring the AFC South. He's also a writer, a columnist, so uh, Mike, we're excited to have you in the show today. You're going to be with me for two hours. I don't know if you'll be able to handle that with me. I'll, I'll pace myself. <laughs> <laughs> we're glad you're here, man. We got a lot to talk about, don't we? Yeah, we definitely do. A lot of action around Nashville and uh, involving uh, teams. Yeah, well. for sure. Yeah, I mean... Uh, uh, you got the Titans, of course, coming up. You know, we cover all sports here. We'd mainly be covering football for, uh, you know, since we started the show back in August. Uh, but, you know, we're going to start to shift some gears into the NBA, some things we need to talk about. Draymond Green, the bully that he is. We'll talk about him a little bit. Um, and we'll talk Memphis Grizzlies, who are we're off to their worst start in franchise history after finishing a two-seed last year. Thank you, John Morant. And all Memphis Grizzlies fans, I'm sure you have the same sentiment. So we'll talk that. Uh, we'll talk all kinds of fun things. The phone lines are open right now, so we want your calls uh, to give your input because not everything we say might be right, uh, but uh, it doesn't matter if we're right or wrong. But we want you to call in and let us know your thoughts because you're our good friends. You're a part of the show, 615-844-5600. That's 615-844-5600. And uh, we are going to get fired up here for the show uh, like I said, we've got all kinds of NBA talk, NFL talk, college football talk, and I miss my brother from another mother, Corey Harris. He's out there somewhere. I'm sure he's going to be calling in uh, to be with us uh, on these calls. Again, 615-844-5600. You're a good friends. Let's go. Let's get this show started, and let's set a record again this week <laughs> for phone calls. And just so you know, I didn't know this. I don't know if you know this, Mike, but this station, uh, WNSR, National Sports Radio, is the is the only 24-hour sports talk station affiliated with CBS Sports uh, 24 hours a day, every single day. So I thought that's that's kind of cool that we're on it awesome. this morning. And, of course, we've got Titans and Jaguars. Oh, boy. Must-win situation, in my opinion. And uh, also at 9-10, we're going to talk uh, Titans and Jaguars with Anthony Wiggins, who is from the Locked On Jaguars podcast. He's an Air Force veteran like I am and a Jaguars podcaster, so we're going to have fun with him in the second hour. But right now I want to start off and talk about an incident that happened in the NBA. And, you know, the Golden State Warriors have obviously been a dynasty. I mean, they, they just have uh, for, for many, many years. They fell off a little bit when injuries crept in and Kevin Durant left. But in general, they they have been, uh, you know, a, a great franchise Um uh, uh, Steve Kerr there, and probably the best shooter of all time. Uh, I mean, I would assume, I, don't, I can't think of anybody else that's a better shooter 
than Seth Curry. But, you know, something happened in incident. You know, I, listen, I'm, I'm a rumbler and a stumbler and a grumbler, okay, when mm-hmm. it comes to sports. And when I play basketball, which I can't play anymore because I can't run, I kind of can play. I can just stand <laughs> there. Uh, I can still shoot, though. Uh, but, but the thing that – and I like it. So I, I'm an 80s basketball fan, right? And back in the 80s, there was a fight every night. Mm-hmm. I mean, every single night there was a fight on an NBA court, and I loved it. I mean, when you had, you know, Kevin McHale and Larry Bird and Magic Johnson and Michael Jordan, and, you know, you had all those teams, when you go back and look, like a Dennis Rodman, uh, Bill Lambeer, you know, go back and those, they had enforcers. You know, they had enforcers. And, you know, there was reasons why they enforced it. They didn't just fight to fight, per se. Some of them probably did. But, (laughs) But the bottom line, they go out and they try and change the outcome of games by their physicality, and it was allowed. In the 90s, they kind of started drawing back a little bit, saying, no, we don't want to do that. We can't do that. Let's let's change the NBA. And now in the 2000s, you know, if, if you jump in from the bench or things like that, you're going to get suspended. Right. Okay. And, you know, the incident the other night with Rudy Gobert where, you know, a, 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 a tiff, a tiff. There's no <laughs> European football games today, but I'm still <laughs> working on my English accent. Uh, you know, they, 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 they get into it. Okay. A couple guys get into it. Then a couple more guys get into it. And, and from behind Rudy <laughs> Gobert reaches around and essentially tries to twit, uh, uh, Draymond Green reaches around and essentially tries to rip, uh, Rudy Gobert's head off by putting him in a headlock. I have, I've seen this before back in the eighties. I mean, I've seen it. I've seen the physicality. I've seen things like this. Uh, before and I like it. Okay, I'm, I'm not saying that that's the issue, but Draymond Green, to me, and he's the obvious enforcer. He's a good ball player, you know. He's a, you know mm-hmm. I don't know if he's a Hall of Famer. Maybe that's, oh, he, oh, he definitely will be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I mean that's that's definitely something uh, that he'll probably will have. A lot of those guys from the Golden State Warriors teams have the opportunity to be uh, Hall of Famers. But for me, and then he gets suspended five games. Right. To me, that's a little slap on the wrist. Do you? I mean, didn't didn't you? It was pretty. It was a pretty intense around-the-neck grab. I, I would say this. Um, he probably got suspended more on reputation. That's why he got the five games. Uh, I would say that also it's kind of interesting and dynamic when it comes to, to Draymond Green. Uh, he plays with the edge, and that's who he is. And, you know, of course, you can always fall over that edge as evidenced by the things that he's done over his career. So it's always interesting, you know, the you know he's gone to a certain point or things like that. Yeah. If he goes over the edge, you know, he gets suspended. And people say, hey, you got to get rid of him. got to do this. you got to do that. But also, if you take that edge away, you might not get the same player. So it's also kind of a, like a interesting dynamic. Do I agree he could, could he have done same things a little differently? Yes. Yeah. But I totally understand him trying to take up for his teammate, but just a little too far. Yeah. I, and, you know, it, <laughs> Slap on the wrist. I mean, that's that's what it was. The suspension mm-hmm. probably should have been longer. But, I mean, this guy, to your point, his reputation has been known for stepping on guys, you know, private parts and and kicking well, people. No, no, no. He doesn't step. He kicks. Kicks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he does. You're right. And so he's a dirty player. Let's just say it. I mean, you know what I would – and then he kind of lied about the incident of, well, I was really trying to protect, you know, so-and-so and so and so Man, just say it. Just say it. I'm a dirty player, and I wanted to rip his head off. Who cares? Well, he's definitely not going to say that. But, no, uh, I, I know, say, <laughs> I know, I know, but I but wanted he, to. But uh, I will say that um, one thing that he uh, he done, he's going to be fiercely loyal to his team. That's one thing you, you're you not going to question about him. No. 
but yeah, in some instances, he's definitely cost his team uh, wins. He yeah. he yeah. And to your point, guess guess what they are now? They're, they've lost six in a row. So they lost the Golden State Warriors have lost six in a row. You know, and and not playing good basketball right now. I would love to have every. I think every team out there would love to have a Draymond Green on their team. Uh, you know, an enforcer, and and I like it. So, uh, but Golden State lost six in a row. Memphis Grizzlies, our Memphis Grizzlies, our NBA team here in the state of Tennessee, uh, is I was off to their worst start in franchise history. Uh, they won a couple games since, but you know, thank you, John Morant. I mean, that's. I, right, I mean, I would say yeah, John Morant, but you also have to put the onus on the organization because okay. the organization essentially put it's John Morant and the John Morantettes in some sense. That's uh, true, because you know Jaron Jackson. I love Jaron Jackson's game, but he can't go get his own buckets, things like that. You don't have, you know, he have Bane you developed, but he still isn't quite there as a guy that can do all the different things you need from a dynamic guard. So. You know, I would say a lot of the blame falls on the organization for not developing pieces as well, and they still haven't found a small forward no, after all they these haven't. years. No, they haven't, and uh, it'll be interesting <laughs> to see. Uh, you know, hey, are you into this uh, this this new NBA uh, in season tournament thing? Is that something you think is cool or, or different? I can't I, figure it out, honestly. I've actually looked at it. it's pool play, things like that. I've watched some games, but the one thing that I, is not thanking me for watching these games is my eyes because the courts have been screaming Hideous. at my eyes. Hideous. Whew. I mean, come on, NBA. I don't listen. I know the NBA wants to change things up and, and be different. Okay. But those are the ugliest pass. It, I, I mean, I'm almost speechless watching it. I can't, <laughs> and I'm a big Lakers fan. And, and, uh, they, they did one the other night. I think it was Sacramento, maybe where yeah, the, the whole floor was, was purple. purple. Yeah. I mean, what in the world? I thought it was the second coming of Prince. <laughs> and it was just a purple basketball court, man. I'm like, come on, man. Well, I'll tell like, you this. Get us together. Well, I'll tell you this. The one thing that I thought was funny is, uh, you know, um, J.J. Reddick made a, a nice little joke about uh, the, the you know, the trophies being in the middle of the floor. Yeah. And he said about the Clippers, and he said, well, yeah, he was trying to figure out why they put the trophy in the middle of their floor. I, I was, I, I had to be absolutely <laughs> dying laughing when I heard yeah, that. Yeah, I love Reddick. <laughs> I like him a lot, man. Uh, yeah, and, and, you know, Anyway, it's just something different they're trying to do. Okay, whatever. Uh, but you know, the NBA was is what it is. I mean, it's I'm excited. I'm a big, big Lakers fan, and uh, um, you know, I like the way they've started out the season. So, uh, but we'll talk more NBA every week on the show. Just wanted to get a little sample of what we're going to cover uh, going forward. We will cover the Grizzlies, and I plan on getting out to Memphis for a couple games at least, especially when the Lakers come. But talking about let's shift gears. Uh, week eleven, week twelve. Uh, NCAA football right now, uh, Tennessee at Georgia, mm. Tennessee volunteers. Yep. The producer just took his hat off. That's a Tennessee hat. He's not repping Tennessee right this moment. Then <laughs> you guys are loyal fans out there. I mean, look, I mean, I've said this for several weeks now that once they lost their second game that, well, pardon me, once they lost their first game, I said this. I said the next game that they played, they seemed uninterested and realizing and thinking that they were probably out of the opportunity to win a national championship, right. or at least make it to the CFP. But, but then then they play on and they look lethargic in games and they look uninterested. Joe Milton looks like an average quarterback comparative comparatively, and they still look uninterested and they still look uninterested and. Um, and then yesterday against Georgia, I mean, honestly, the game could have been 60 to nothing if they wanted to. Yeah, it could have been worse. I mean, Georgia, Georgia by far and above to me is, is the most, the strike yesterday I was off 
I'm not usually off on Saturdays, uh, but I was off yesterday, and it was great because I got to watch a ton of college football, you know, and, and trying to compare these teams and trying to think through who's going to be in the CFP, right? I mean, it's we're getting down to it. I can't believe the season's almost over. <laughs> right. I mean, it's almost bowl season next month. I, so I'm like, who are these teams? So I got to sit and watch Michigan play Maryland. Mm-hmm. Valiant effort by Maryland. Played very, very tough, very physical physical defense, nasty defense. Uh, of course, Michigan pulled it out. Um, and, and you know, Michigan and Ohio State are on a collision course for each other uh, this coming yep. Saturday. That's going to be a heck of a ball game. But, but Tennessee, it's time. Tennessee, listen to me. I know you don't care what I say uh, out there for the most part in, in reference to this, but I'm going to say it again. I've said it for weeks. Put Nico in. Okay, you're going to go to a mediocre bowl game. Okay. Mm -hmm. Tennessee, you don't owe Joe Milton anything. Okay. He's a quarterback. He's a football player. I'm sure he wants to play, you know, one or two more games, whatever. Okay. But Nico is the quarterback that you picked throughout the entire nation and that picked Tennessee to come out of Long Beach Poly. Okay. Powerhouse team on the West Coast to come and play football. And if you haven't watched his film and video, what's amazing? (laughs) I mean, he put him in. Why didn't uh, they put him in yesterday? What, what's your thoughts on that, Mike? Uh, the only thing I can think of is, hey, maybe they want to save his red shirt. Maybe, maybe play him as a red shirt freshman as opposed to a freshman. Yeah, maybe. That's the only I can think of. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, you know, he hasn't played in enough games to actually be like, okay, cool, he's burned his red shirt year. Right, he so, hasn't. So he, he could be a red shirt freshman next year and go out there and play. That's true. So if he plays... So if he plays four games, yeah. So he's gonna. So he could play the next game in the bowl game and still be a redshirt. I think. I believe so. I'm not sure if he played in a couple other games. I think he played in one of the blowouts. So or one or two of the blowouts. So he he's he's he right there. He he's played, right there yeah. at it. Actually. He played against. Uh, he played uh, in the second half against UConn. Okay. Yeah. yeah he yeah, played yeah. a quarter or so there through a touchdown pass. But uh, but it's time for Nico. I mean, it, yeah. What you got? Can I say something? Yes, you can. I, 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 I'm Damon King. This is Damon King. I like the last name. The King <laughs> talk, is talk, in the house. You talking UT? It woke me up. No. <laughs> well, I was going to comment on Nico. I, I agree with you. I think they're holding him. He has the. He still has his registered status available. But I think one of the problems is they're scared if if Joe. That's what Coach said. If Joe gets hurt, then they got to put Nico in. They don't want him to get hurt because that only person they have left is. Gaston Moore. That's the comment they made. But I agree with you, though. I think it's time for Nico. I think most everybody's just kind of like, let's just put Nico in. And, you know, Joe's just kind of glad because he's, I think he's trying to keep from hurting his feelings, you know, the coaches. Yeah. yeah. Because he came in after Hendon and, and had to sit behind Hendon. And, you know, and I talked to some coaches who used to coach up there. They said it, he just don't have it. But, you know, hypo them kind of feel obligated to him. So. Okay, so he's, so I wanna, he's got it. He's just he's got he's one got, it. He's got that arm, <laughs> but he doesn't have a curveball or a changeup yeah. right. or anything. I mean, he threw nature. some he passes yesterday. It was two of them that could have been touchdowns. Yeah, you know, and then the receivers don't catch if you don't have Brew McCoy. You don't have Cedric Tillman no more. You don't have Brew McCoy. Yep. You don't have Jalen Hyatt. You're all gone. I mean, and oh, by the way, two things that you mentioned that I want to bring up. Uh, the King has spoken, by the way. The King has spoken. Producer <laughs> okay, King. I'm back. No, you're good. Uh, the thing that you, two things you said is about Hypel owing uh, and, and Kurt being concerned about Milton's feelings, screw feelings. Okay. I've been a football coach for 20 years and I never cared about feelings. The only feelings I had was about feelings that I cared about my players 
right? And I cared about them. But my feelings weren't going to dictate if I was going to play somebody that I thought could help us be better, mm-hmm. okay? And that's where that's what Heupel and that's what Tennessee fans need to understand is last year the reason Joe Milton didn't play was why? Hinden-Oker. Because Hinden Oker is, is better, you know, and he proved that. I mean, he gave us one of the most exciting Tennessee seasons in, in, in Tennessee history, really. One of the best, top ten, mm-hmm. probably top fifteen. Yeah, he's up there. And 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 the bottom line is feelings have to go bye bye when it comes to who you're going to put in the spots to play, especially quarterback. Right. Um, but in general, everybody. I, I just didn't have those feelings. And, you know, you think Nick Saban has feelings? Uh, no. No. You, you know, I mean, he might, well, but. He had know, some wrong feelings to start the season, in my opinion, but that's another story. They started. Another well, I mean, <laughs> hey, they started, looked horrible. I watched the first game back. Man, you know, I can't believe the season's going so fast. But, you know, and then what did he do over the next couple weeks? Bench the starter. Yeah, you know, I, and went yeah. to a different quarterback. Went to and guess, but guess what? That quarterback now has done. God, I can't remember his last name now. Jalen Milrow. Yeah, Jalen Milrow. Now, what's he look like? Yeah, I, I, I'm of the opinion that I think he should have rode it through with him. But you know, hey, that's just me. But you know, it, it you definitely, you know, when it comes to feelings and it comes to things like that, you have to definitely put the team first in terms of uh, being a coach, or you'll be putting yourself first on the the firing line. Exactly, exactly. And and we got to go to break uh, here just for a second. But I, I like the start we're off to with Mike Patton in the house <laughs> from tour in the AFC. We got the king that's our producer. We're working it on a Sunday morning here on the Sunday morning scramble. On the other side, we're going to talk about the Nick Saban effect. It's still there. They're creeping up the charts the rankings and then we're also going to talk oh boy Corey might call in for this next part but we're going to after the break we're going to talk vanderbilt getting blown out again to a nine so uh again you're listening to the sunday morning scramble here on nashville sports radio see you on the other side this is super bowl champion Corey harris and anybody who loves sports knows that if you can't score you can't win so you should absolutely consider protecting your family and your assets with state farm thanks Corey. hey everybody this is lauren tullis state farm agent in hendersonville and if you like watching some of the best like Corey harris you should be protected by the best contact us today to get your free quote at laurentullis.com like a good neighbor lauren tullis state farm is there What's up, Nashville? This is Corey Harris, Super Bowl champion of 2000 Baltimore Ravens. And the only thing that Coach Tunjus likes more than the L.A. Chargers is Double Dog. Ah, yeah, Corey, Double Dogs. This is the coach, Greg Tunjus, from the wonderful new show, live show, that is the Sunday Morning Scramble. It is the coach, and it is Corey, Super Bowl champion on that show. But we do love one thing better than all of that. It is Double Dogs in Gallatin. It is the spot for beer, for sports. They've got the biggest screens they've got the coldest beers and guess what it's dog friendly and not only that you can walk in today and ask for the coach's special which is a double dog double dogs with chili and cheese and not one but two hot dogs it is double dogs in gallatin and that is at 1620 nashville pike tell them coach Tanja's sent you This is Corey Harris, SEC legend, Super Bowl champion. If you want a great game day experience, you need to go down to DraftKings Sports and Social, downtown Nashville. Oh, yeah, Corey, DraftKings Sports and Social. There's only 14 of them, and we've got one of them here in downtown Nashville at 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. Listen, anybody that loves to watch sports, he has to go here. They got a VIP lounge that overlooks 
the Cumberland River, and into Nissan Stadium. This place is unbelievable with the biggest screens and the best experience for any sports fan. 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. We'll see you there. Trusted for creative design and committed to both the function and aesthetics of your smile, Jody Jones Dentistry for 26 years has provided a wide range of general and cosmetic dentistry services along Nashville's Music Row and coming soon to Hermitage and Murfreesboro. The Nashville leader for cosmetic dentistry provides a unique luxury environment for patients who want his famous Hollywood smile. Just ask the country music stars, actors, athletes. Yeah, he was eight years the dentist for the Predators to display his celebrity smile. To learn more, visit JodyJonesDDS.com or call 615-259-5100. It's the NFL on Sports USA, and we're in the City of Angels as the Seattle Seahawks swoop into L.A. to face the Rams. The Rams can protect their house with Aaron Donald, then put up points with Puka and Cop. The Hawks can fly downfield thanks to Geno feeding it to Lockett or D.K. Metcalf. Fires to the middle, it's caught! Touchdown, Seattle! D.K. Metcalf! It's the Seahawks at the Rams, this Sunday on Sports USA. Coverage begins at 3 p.m. on WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. All right, all right. I'm liking that song. Cranked it up a little bit. What's going on over there? Uh-huh. Is that considered jazz, Mike? Uh, uh, whatever it is, I like it. Yeah, I dig it. I dig <laughs> that. All right. Well, we're talking all sports here on the Sunday Morning Scramble here on Nashville Sports Radio. And you can listen to uh, 560 AM. You can listen to uh, 95.9 FM and 107.9 in Smyrna. I pronounced that correctly and have been pronouncing it correctly for a while now. Uh, but we're excited, man. We are here talking college football right now, and that's mainly what our first hour is. Talked a little NBA earlier. That was fun uh, chatting about that a little bit. I actually like the demise of the Golden State Warriors because uh, I'm a Lakers fan, so I like seeing them not win. So lose seven in a row would be nice. Keep rolling. We'll also get into Preds talk uh, down the road, you know, as we move into the bowl season and all that stuff and have less football, but we'll be covering that. But I want to talk Vanderbilt, and I'm sure Corey does too. Vanderbilt blowing out again. They started out such a promising start to the season, and and I think they've lost six in a row, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, could be seven in a row. No, it's at least six in a row that they've lost. They lost South Carolina, and you know Corey has no chance running semi-nude down Broadway. That was his commitment at the beginning of the season if they won, had a six-win season or were better than 500. <laughs> so, Corey, you don't have to worry about that, my brother. I'm uh, actually happy that you don't have to worry about that. I mean... I mean, is, and if Corey was here, I'd ask this question. I'll ask you, Mike. I mean, is this one of the most disappointing? It was an anticipated season that Vandy with Coach Lee was going to start to move in the right direction, mm-hmm. but two wins, and they're probably they're not going to beat Tennessee next week. They're playing at Tennessee. Right. Uh, they're not going to win that game, so they're going to finish, you know, two and 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 ten. Uh, is it it one of the more disappointing seasons recently for Vanderbilt football? Uh, honestly, yes and no. Okay. Uh, yes, because of course the anticipation. Uh, they did have some players. I, I've watched uh, a few of their games, and they they do have some players. Uh, mm-hmm. They don't, you know, get the playmakers the ball probably enough. But uh, no, in the sense of it is Vanderbilt and it is the SEC. So I kind of didn't expect them to do as well. When I expect, it, it's kind of like with a team that you're uh, that you're you don't expect anything good. Of, from but mm-hmm. when something good happens you're happy for them yeah yeah so it's kind of like that's how i kind of feel about vanderbilt at times you yeah know, i haven't really felt great about vanderbilt to be honest in football since james franklin left wow wow honest. when was that when did he leave 
Ah, that yeah. was uh, not long ago. Well, that, was a, that was a while ago at this yeah. point. It's been yeah. a couple coaches. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I hate to see it because I moved here from the West Coast, you know, from San Diego. And, you know, I'm West Coast Homer. I know I am. <clears throat> but uh, moving to Nashville and seeing just the, the spirit of this city, um, the, the sports is so important to this city and to this state. Um, and, you know, especially me living here just outside of Nashville over in Gallatin, I just – I want to see a local team do really, really well. That's why, right. you know, I wanted to see Vandy do well. I had a great experience. I went to the first game out there. And, you know, I want to see Tennessee State do well. I mean, we mm -hmm. carry their games here on uh, on uh, WNSR here. And Tennessee State, you know, looking like world beaters. at six, sitting at 6-2. and two. Everybody's right. happy. And well, some are happy that that actually watch the games, but you know they actually. That's watch, true. I'm, I'm I'm not. That's not a shot at Tennessee State. That's talking about fans. Fans, I, I need you to go to the game. Yeah, they but, do need to yeah. go to the games. I mean, come on. <clears throat> I mean, get out there and support your team. And I don't know if the negativity of that impacted the players or or the the squad. It shouldn't. You shouldn't allow <laughs> that to. But it, excuse me, it probably did. I mean, they were sitting six to two. Now six and five. Lost three in a row. I mean, how how is Eddie Jewish feeling about all this? Well, we'll tell you this. Uh, you know, I actually was at the game, and you know, he 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 didn't he wasn't feeling too good after this game. Of course, the last few games they've had, uh, you know, three last three games negative nine uh, turnover, uh, turnover, you know, differential. Oh man, which is not good. You're not going to win. You're not going to win a game doing that. But you know, that game last night, you know, he he did say definitely that he didn't recognize that team on the field. Wow, and it, well, that, was, well, that's it, your team, Eddie. It was, it I mean, was, it was frustrating. That, you know, I understood what he was saying in terms of that. Is that I, exactly you know, what he said? Yeah, he, he didn't recognize the team on the field. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a problem as a coach. <clears throat> it's frustrating. I mean, I've had now. I've had that in twenty years. I'm sure that I've had situations where mm -hmm. you know lost a couple of games, and I'm like, man, who's that? You know, right, and right. Then, but you also have to look in the mirror. Right. Oh, he did. He did actually. He he took the responsibility of that too. Okay. So he also right. said that too. So he, he said he didn't recognize the team on the on the field on uh, yesterday. But yeah. he also took the responsibility of hey, uh, they they obviously weren't ready to play. That's basically what yeah. he said. Yeah. Well, it's obviously they weren't ready to play, and they haven't been ready to play for three weeks. I mean, well, I'll yeah. tell you this: they the last couple of games they they have been before this one. Uh, because they've actually came back in the second half and either okay. tied the game or something like that and fought back in the second half. This game, it just seemed like after halftime, it was just the it was the continuation of the first half. So that's where that, I think the difference was in this one. So it's almost like it, it, it's almost like they play like the season was already over. And they're like, ah, well, that was it. We have a first winning season since 2017, and that's what we have. But yeah. I will say, you know, in the positives, they actually you know have first winning seasons since 2017. Okay, uh, so, well, that's progress. So it's some progress, but, you know, I know Eddie wants to be better. And, of course, he talked about that, the recruiting and getting mm -hmm. people in and things like that. So, you know, definitely baby steps are happening. But, you know, of course, uh, you know, want to, want to see him even do even better. Of course, you know, being where they were at 6-2 and two at one point. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 as a coach, <clears throat> again, I look at it from his perspective. I, I sure want him to do well, and I sure want Tennessee, Te uh, Tennessee State to do well. Um, again, another local team. But yeah, as a coach, if you start out really strong and you win six, eight games, you've got a whole different mindset. The whole team has a different mindset, and then you might take a beat down, you know, or a loss or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, then it's time to get back up, you know, brush your shoes off and go play again. And they just couldn't manage it the last two games, and losing three in a row is is just brutal. And um, 
Uh, yeah, I hate to say it. Like I said, I, I love the, the, the nature of sports in the state of Tennessee and just the, the excitement and the passion that fans have here. Mm-hmm. You, you know, in Los Angeles, out in Southern California, out here, you see people in UT stuff everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, everywhere. And even Vandy stuff everywhere. Or other SECs everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Now, out there, the defunct Pac-12, uh, you know, back in the Pac-10, that you don't see that. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't see that fandom that they have out there. And, oh, by the way, who would want to have that fandom over what's happened to the University of Southern California? And Caleb right. Williams, just a total right. disaster right. of a you know, season for no, SC. No defense at all. None. None. <laughs> well, there's not re- usually much defense in the in the Pac-12 anyway. That's true. I mean, and they're, but, but it's going to be interesting to see these teams, you know, as they're leaving and coming out uh, to the southeast and to this area of the country. Go ahead. What's going to be the funny part is now you've got those two teams that are still there in Oregon State and uh, Washington yeah, State. Yeah. They're going to be able to function as a conference for some reason. I have no idea how NCAA is going either. to do this, but they're going to allow them to function as a conference next season. The NCAA should allow it to I happen. Have, I have no idea how that's going to happen. They should do, you know, those Just two make them two independents and call it a day. Uh, yeah, or, 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 <laughs> or have them, let, join, have the them join the Mountain West. Yeah. I mean, just join the Mountain West, you know, uh, out there or something because those two teams haven't been good, I mean, consistently. Oregon yeah. State's good. Uh, good this year. They put up a heck of a game last night against uh, against Washington. Man, I loved it that I got to watch so much football all day yesterday. It was, <laughs> I was in heaven, bro. It was like, wow, this is awesome. I need to start calling in sick or something every Saturday. <laughs> no, man, I love where I work over at Rhythm CDJR. Shout out to you guys. Shout out to Philip, our general sales manager over there. Um, but moving forward, here's what we have. We're getting very, very, very close to the end of the season. And we're getting very, very close to a committee for the CFP that's going to meet and try and make decisions as to who the final four teams are going to be that are going to compete for a national championship. This is the last time we'll ever have this conversation, by the way. Okay. Because next year, we go to a 12-team format, a playoff. Oh boy! Next season. So this is the last season we're going to communicate about a four-team uh, playoff in the CFP. And next year, we go to a 12-team so that's pretty. I'm excited about that. That's a whole another conversation for another day. But the conversation for today is: here's your rankings as we sit and some of the results. So you have Georgia number one. Mm-hmm. By the way, this past week Georgia leapfrogged Ohio State. Ohio State was number one, okay, yeah. in yeah. the CFP, and and so Georgia is back at number one, which is where they should be. And uh, you know, we'll, before we dive into the other teams uh, that are in the top eight, ten. Uh, one-loss teams and undefeated teams. Uh, we're going to go to our good friend Jeff, my man Jeff. How are you doing out there this morning? Uh, Mark, how's it going, Tom? How's you doing? I right? yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How you doing? I right? how about them? How about them uh, Tennessee State Tiger Wings up thirty-five nothing? How about them George six and five? I guess he's not going to watch a playoff this morning. He sure won't be in them. I can tell you that. He won't be in them. See, see, he can watch it. He watch other teams go to the playoffs, can't he? Yeah, that's tough. It's they've they've fallen apart, honestly, going from six yeah, and they two. They fell apart. Eddie George, coach, and he, they fell apart big time. They, they fell apart. They, they can't score a point. But uh, uh, nobody, nobody's worried about who's number one. Uh, Alabama will not go to the playoffs. Uh, I, I don't think. Uh, I think George is going to be in the championship game anyway. But uh, and Dolly, Dolly Parton couldn't help the ball yesterday. I don't, times, <laughs> I don't care how many times he teams Rocky Top. And Peyton Manning is the third best quarterback in that family. It's Archie, Eli, and Peyton. No, oh, come on wow. now. Wow. Wow. Eli Manning beat Tom Brady, and Peyton Manning couldn't. So that's the 
bottom line. He, he knows it and I know it. He couldn't win in the swamp either. So he's sort of trying to learn how to win in the swamp. But uh, he'll learn how to win there. But uh, but they, and also on, on Kentucky, you can't turn it over three times and expect to win. And, uh, you know, the SEC network wanted South Carolina to win so they can go bowling. But hopefully next week Clemson takes care of them and they won't go bowling. So they'll be five and seven. Like, like, like Florida will be. Florida well, takes care of Florida. Well, I appreciate it. I love it that you're coming on strong, Jeff. Coming out, saying all kinds. Jeff calls in every week, bro. Wow. He's a tri- the, the, <laughs> trips me up. The third best. Peyton Manning's the third best. The third best. best. Wow. Archie, Eli, and Peyton. <laughs> wow. Oh, and then, I, hey, do you, he, now, I love Jeff because he throws some things in like that, right? Yeah, he he's shoot, he's shoot from the hip. Yeah, and then I also love what he threw in there towards the end because he's a Kentucky fan. He lives in Tennessee, ah, okay. big Kentucky fan. Is that the SEC network it was responsible for his Kentucky Wildcats turning the ball over <laughs> and losing to South Carolina so South Carolina could be bowl eligible. <laughs> Jeff, you're a good friend, man. We appreciate that. And talking about bowl eligible and talking about uh, these teams that are ranked uh, by the CFP, or in the CFP, uh, I'm going to go quick, but Georgia is number one, Ohio State two, Michigan three, and oh boy, Florida State, who was kind of my my yeah. dark horse loses Jordan Travis. Broken uh, leg. Yeah, nasty, Ooh. nasty. Don't watch. And the, even the networks, you know, when they first saw the replay, did not replay it. Thank you for doing that. And please don't put this crap on social media. I mean, you got to understand that this guy has a family, you know, uh, that and, and relatives, and, you know, they don't want to see that all over your social media posts, um, and neither do I, to be quite frank, uh, because it was a devastating injury to him, and it's a devastating injury to that team. That team is on a collision course, uh, still undefeated, and on a collision course for the ACC championship where they're going to play Louisville. Uh, Louisville, one-loss team, so um, that the whole top, you know, the Georgia, Ohio State, and Ohio State is on a collision course for who, Mike? Michigan. Oh, yeah, the Michiganders. <laughs> uh, Ohio State, Michigan. By the way, we want to hear your calls. Come on, call in, 615-844-5600. Uh, we're talking college football, uh, 614-844-5600. Would love to hear from you. Then after Florida State is Washington at 11-0. and Great game last night, beat Oregon State. Uh, most people out here definitely uh, love uh, that game. Yeah, most people out here weren't awake for that one. <laughs> and same says the same for Oregon, ten and one with Bo Nix. I mean, you have two of the best quarterbacks in the country that have been consistent throughout the year, right? I mean, between those two quarterbacks, you're twenty and one between right. Bo Nix and Penix for Washington, right? And right. Um, didn't you say that Penix has a brother who plays for Tennessee yeah, State has a, or Tennessee a, Tech? He has a brother that plays a wide receiver, Makai. Uh, Penix that plays for Tennessee Tech. Okay, yes. all right, cool. I'd love to. Get, we need to get him on. And then you've got Texas, and then you have Alabama, a one-loss team. They're always around. That is getting ready. They are always the Nick Saban effect. They're getting ready to play Georgia in the SEC championship. So that's going to be an interesting game. Now everybody out there is going to go. Well, Georgia's going to put a whooping on them. The Nick Saban effect is still there. They're like the Jason Voorhees of college football. You can just <laughs> yeah. run and run and run and run, yeah. and Jason's going to walk, slowly walk in. Yeah. No yeah. matter how fast you run. No matter how fast <laughs> you run. You're right. So you got Alabama just with their binoculars towards the top four. Because I'm just going to say it right now, Louisville's going to beat Florida State without a quarterback. Yeah, I definitely think so. They are. And and Louisville is not going to jump into the top four. 
No. Even though they they only have one, they'll have one loss. They'll finish the season at eleven and one. Uh, but they're not going to jump because they're not going to jump over no. Alabama. And then Missouri mm-hmm. is a two loss team. And I don't think they're going to jump over Missouri. Missouri's playing really good football. Yeah, they are. Um, and then you have Oregon State who lost to Washington, so they're out. Penn State, two-loss team. Ole Miss, two-loss team. Oklahoma, two-loss team. I mean, is there any any of those two-loss teams that even have as a, as a chance? Or, here I want to swing this to you, Mike, or if Michigan loses, or Ohio, if Ohio State loses to Michigan, then obviously Michigan's going to leapfrog up to, to two or three, right? Mm-hmm. But if if Michigan, pardon me, if Ohio State loses, okay, mm-hmm. and they take one loss, Michigan is going to jump up and Ohio State falls out. Mm-hmm. Who moves in? Is it Washington? Is it Oregon? I would go with Washington. I mean, Washington, to me, is a team that could do some damage if they get into the uh, the, the college football playoffs, for sure. Who did you say? Who did you say? Washington. Washington. I, yeah. Yeah. And they, you know, again, I love watching Washington because they yeah. play. They play in the Pac-12, but they play some physical SEC-style football. They do, they do. And for those of you that have not had a chance to watch uh, Bo Nix, well, <laughs> Bo Nix is like 37 years old. He played yeah. for Auburn too. Well, I, thought, so. well, I thought last week he turned 185. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean it seems like his college career has last like 10 years. Right. Uh, but if you have not seen him or you have not seen Washington, and I, I think the move for Bo Nix out of the SEC to the West Coast is fitting to his game. It's also very fitting to uh, to the NFL game, too. I mean, because right. the NFL is a quarterback-driven league. Uh, look for Penix is a big guy. God, I mean, yes, I, said, I saw him after the game with an interview with some gal, and, I mean, he looked like he was seven feet comparatively. I know he's not. He's probably 6'4", <laughs> you know, but – uh, so that's the discussion that we've got to have. And some things are going to, you know, make their, some things are going to change very quickly because these teams are going to be playing each other coming up. So, I mean, you, you think about it, you've got Louisville's going to play Florida state ACC, um, and Washington's going to play Oregon in the PAC 12 championship. Alabama is going to play, like I said, in the SEC championship. And then, um, you know, those teams are all going to start canceling themselves out. And um, the game of the week, Michigan-Ohio State is coming up. Michigan wins its 1,000th game. Check that out. So, uh, hey, listen, we got to head to a break, Mike. But uh, on the other side, on the other side, we're still going to be talking college football. And, excuse me, got to drink my Gatorade faster. Uh, The final final four playoff predictions. We're going to talk about that on the other side. You are listening to Nashville Sports Radio and the Sunday Morning Scramble. We're so pumped. We're so jacked. We're so excited. We'll see you on the other side. What's up, Nashville? This is Corey Harris, Super Bowl champion of 2000 Baltimore Ravens. And the only thing that Coach Tunjas likes more than the L.A. Chargers is double dog. Ah, yeah, Corey, double dogs. This is the coach, Greg Tunjas, from the wonderful new show, live show, that is the Sunday Morning Scramble. It is the coach, and it is Corey, Super Bowl champion on that show. But we do love one thing better than all of that. It is double dogs in Gallatin. It is the spot for beer, for sports. They've got the big screens they've got the coldest beers and guess what it's dog friendly and not only that you can walk in today and ask for the coach's special which is a double dog double dogs with chili and cheese and not one but two hot dogs it is double dogs in gallatin and that is at 1620 nashville pike tell them coach Tanja sent you
This is Corey Harris, SEC Legend, Super Bowl champion. If you want a great game day experience, you need to go down to DraftKings Sports and Social, downtown Nashville. Oh, yeah, Corey, DraftKings Sports and Social. There's only 14 of them, and we've got one of them here in downtown Nashville at 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. Listen, anybody that loves to watch sports, he has to go here. They got a VIP lounge that overlooks the Cumberland River and into Nissan Stadium. This place is unbelievable with the biggest screens and the best experience for any sports fan. 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. We'll see you there. I've got a unique vacation idea for you that's right here in the United States. If you're ready for a vacation that's fun and downright affordable, listen up. It's driving distance for many of you, so no planes, no airline delays, no hassles. It's Branson, Missouri, the entertainment capital of the Midwest. Live music for everyone. Branson has three beautiful, enormous lakes, water attractions, live shows, great food, and tons of entertainment. It's a perfect vacation for you and your family, or if you're retired and you want to have a great time. And you can stay in Branson for as low as $99 a night. Please understand, this is not a timeshare offer. It's a real vacation for as little as $99 a night. We've got a free vacation guide we want to send you right now. All you have to do is call for complete details. Get your free Branson, Missouri guide right now by calling this number. 800-413-3953-800-413-3953-800-413-3953. That's 800-413-3953. What's up, Nashville? This is Super Bowl champion Corey Harris. And anybody that loves sports knows that if you can't score, you can't win. So you should absolutely consider protecting your family and your assets with State Farm. Thanks, Corey. Hey, everybody. This is Lauren Tullis, State Farm agent in Hendersonville. And if you like watching some of the best, like Corey Harris, you should be protected by the best. Contact us today to get your free quote at laurentullis.com. Like a good neighbor, Lauren Tullis State Farm is there. It's a Bill King Show. We are college football-centric. That is the sun that warms our planet that we live on. Our planet actually isn't flat or round. It's an oblong spheroid, and we are here to proselytize about it, edify it every day on this here radio show. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. little Molly Hatchet in the morning, and I was cranking some rock and roll up on my way in. There we go. The king, the producer, keeping my music rocking and rolling, baby. Here on a Sunday morning with the Sunday morning scramble and my special guest, Mike Patton in the house from touring the AFC South, which we're going to get into the AFC South here in an hour or two. You know, a couple milestones, actually one major milestone happened yesterday. And another one was tied. Um, the one milestone is the University of Michigan has, as a program, won its 1,000th game. 1,000th. Huh. <laughs> Say that three times fast. Uh, 1,000 games University of Michigan has won more than any team in history. That's major, isn't it? I it's, mean, It's major. I wonder where Jim Harbaugh was watching it from. Uh, he was actually, so they actually mentioned that he was at the team hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he was chilling like a villain. So. Yeah. You don't oh like, do you not like Jim Harbaugh? No, no, I I don't have any ill feelings towards him. He actually uh, coached my cousin in uh, with the 49ers. Get out of here. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. So I've, I've met him before. 
but uh yeah it was uh yeah it's just it's an interesting situation I, I thought it was quite entertaining that um he talked about them being America's team and this and that and the other and then the next thing turned around and took the suspension I'm like hold on weren't you gonna fight this and then all of a sudden you just kind of go in the bout face and then not yeah. I'm like okay which which one is it <laughs> let me tell you something but man I could get I got into this last week mm-hmm. uh, the listen how many teams in the nation in college high school youth football are trying to steal signs or steal everybody's signs. everybody steal signs. everybody I mean I, I was said said this last mm-hmm. week I I took my I had a I had a video team mm-hmm. for my youth football mm-hmm. eight, seven eight nine ten year olds 11 year olds all right 12 years old mm-hmm. and I would send them after our game that day mm-hmm. uh, to go film the team that we were getting ready to play the next week. Mm-hmm. And why? Because I was trying, I'm not stealing. Mm-hmm. I'm being smart. And Jim Har- Harbaugh is one of the smartest coaches. Him and Kirby smart mm-hmm. are two of the smartest coaches in the entire nation. And anyway, you're going to get me up. I'm going about this. The suspension's yeah. stupid. Well, I hear, a- you there. I hear you there. I, I definitely yeah. don't, uh, I definitely, hey, people do steal signs and things like that. Uh, I just think you know he kind of went. You kind of went to the 18th level of t- trying to steal signs. Yeah, that's I mean, that's why yeah. I kind of think you know you kind of went overboard. But everybody, everybody still signs. And the pe- thing that people don't understand is that the GAs and things like that they actually exchange. They're, they're they're probably the people that exchange tape right during the week. So it isn't like you do, you have to go that far to steal a sign. No, you could have actually done it with watching the tape. To me, it seemed like this guy was trying to get extra credit. and he did his name's been mentioned more in his life than it ever has been in the whole life so so uh, you know you've got the the final four teams it's it's coming down to that next year a 12-team playoff which i'm excited about but you know for me my 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 top teams are going to be the four teams that i think are going to be in the playoff are going to be michigan georgia i think michigan's going to beat ohio state this week um i think it's going to be michigan georgia washington and I'm going to go with Oregon. Ooh, I'm going to go with Oregon. Got two Pac-12 teams in there. Yep, because who else, you know who are the other teams? That, who do you got? I've got Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, and Washington. Okay, I like that. I like that. Mine's a little yeah. bit out there because Oregon and Washington are going to play in the Pac-12 championship. I, I still think that there's a chance that Oregon gets got by Oregon State in the Civil War. Yeah, that's this week. That's yes. this Saturday, so that's that's going to be a good game. Very I can't much. remember where it's being played. I, I don't know either, but uh, either way it goes, it's going to be a good one. Yeah, it that's always gonna be a good is. One. Yeah, so so SEC fans, watch that game because that's going to be a heck of a game to watch. Um, we only have about a minute left here in this particular segment before we hit the top of the hour, and then we hit hour two. But that those are the teams I think. I mean, I, Alabama still has a shot. I mean, if Alabama, listen to me, if you want the whole world rocked. If Alabama beats Georgia in the SEC championship mm-hmm. and Ohio State gets beat by Michigan, remember, Ohio State is ranked higher than Michigan right now. Right. Okay. So if, if Michigan beats Ohio State, and I know these are a lot of ifs, but this is why we watch, this is why we love the game, right? Right. And and and, and if Ohio, pardon me, if, um, and then Alabama beats Georgia, mm-hmm. oh boy. Yeah. I mean, Alabama chaos. will only have one loss, complete chaos, and I'm hoping for it. Yeah. I want it to happen, and I want <laughs> I want Oregon to beat. If Oregon beats Oregon State, I want and, and only has one loss. I want to see Oregon beat Washington, because then you'll have two 
one-loss teams in Oregon and Washington are the very, very good. They're right. probably going to have the Heisman Trophy winner. But uh, we got to get to the break. Uh, I don't know why I snorted just now, but that was kind of weird. <laughs> but um, that's kind of our, our thoughts and take. But I'm excited to get to NFL stuff, and we've got um, uh, we've got a special caller calling in here, Anthony Wiggins from Locked on the Jaguars. We're going to talk Tennessee Titans football. And, oh, by the way, real quick before we go to the break, Jalen Daniels out of LSU, ladies and gentlemen, and I know you're out, we're out here in the SEC country, and I'm sure you've seen this kid play, but yesterday accumulated eight touchdowns. Well, it was against – I don't want to hear that, okay? Because mm-hmm. if you throw for six touchdowns and run for two touchdowns, I don't care who you're playing. Okay? That's still an achievement. That's unbelievable. And then yeah. Oregon and Bo Nix, he throws for six touchdowns. You have two Pac-12 quarterbacks that accumulated four Team touchdowns for their teams. Right. What the heck is going on? Offensive explosion. Man, oh, lie. <laughs> you tell me. So, but on the other side, we're going to hit it. Uh, our, our Usher segment is coming up because Usher is playing at the Super Bowl this year. I'm super excited about that. But we are going to get into Jaguars and Titans. I love the matchup. It's going to be a good game. Excited to see Will out there. But uh, we will see you on the side. You're listening to Nashville Sports Radio on. 95.9, 560 AM, 107.9 Smyrna, all over the place and all over social media. We are the Sunday Morning Scramble. See you on the other side. This is Corey Harris, SEC legend, Super Bowl champion. If you want a great game day experience, you need to go down to DraftKings Sports and Social, downtown Nashville. Oh, yeah, Corey, DraftKings Sports and Social. There's only 14 of them, and we've got one of them here in downtown Nashville at 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. Listen, anybody that loves to watch sports, he has to go here. They got a VIP lounge that overlooks the Cumberland River, and into Nissan Stadium. This place is unbelievable with the biggest screens and the best experience for any sports fan. 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. We'll see you there. What's up, Nashville? This is Corey Harris, Super Bowl champion of 2000 Baltimore Ravens. And the only thing that Coach Tunjas likes more than the L.A. Chargers is Double Dog. Ah, yeah, Corey, Double Dogs. This is the coach, Greg Tunjas, from the wonderful new show, live show, that is the Sunday Morning Scramble. It is the coach, and it is Corey, Super Bowl champion on that show. But we do love one thing better than all of that. It is Double Dogs in Gallatin. It is the spot for beer, for sports. They've got the biggest Greens, they've got the coldest beers, and guess what? It's dog friendly. And not only that, you can walk in today and ask for the coach's special, which is a double dog, double dogs with chili and cheese, and not one, but two hot dogs. It is double dogs in Gallatin, and that is at 1620 Nashville Pike. Tell them Coach Todges sent you. ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people 
people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-649-0142. 800-649-0142. That's 800-649-0142. What's up, Nashville? This is Super Bowl champion Corey Harris. And anybody who loves sports knows that if you can't score, you can't win. So you should absolutely consider protecting your family and your assets with State Farm. Thanks, Corey. Hey, everybody. This is Lauren Tullis, State Farm agent in Hendersonville. And if you like watching some of the best, like Corey Harris, you should be protected by the best. Contact us today to get your free quote at laurentullis.com. Like a good neighbor, Lauren Tullis State Farm is there. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. I believe this franchise right now, unfortunately, is paying for the sins of a lot of bad draft picks and, and bad signing. You can only dodge that for so long. When you think about going back-to-back years with your first-round pick and get nothing, nothing, that's hard. That's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah, it's just The this. McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. everyone you are listening to sms the sunday morning scramble here on nashville sports radio excited to have you uh with us uh by the way our live feed on facebook it says it's not us but uh it is us so uh if you usually listen on facebook uh we are live on facebook it doesn't say my name or coach's name or Corey's name but that's okay because we are there you can still listen I know a lot of you listen on Facebook, and I sent a message out about two hours ago saying that. But speaking of the time, it is almost 9 o'clock, about three hours from kickoff of oh NFL Sunday. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Titans at the Jaguars, probably going to be beautiful weather out there. And uh, I'll tell you this, you know, since since the Titans have started Will Levis, I, I, I watch. Mm-hmm. I tune in. I, I get so excited to watch the game and watch him play, his enthusiasm, his energy, and he's he's ripped. I mean, I'm almost <laughs> embarrassed sometimes. The guy's just cut, veins popping out of everywhere, you know? I guess that's what mayonnaise and coffee does for you. I guess so. Is that what he, dra- <laughs> is that what he drinks? Well, you know, that was one of his things going into the draft. People were talking about him. Uh, he did a video putting mayonnaise and coffee. Oh, Lord, yeah. yeah. I don't drink coffee. I've never drank a cup of coffee no, in my life. But no, he does have a sponsorship by, uh, I think, Hellman's now. Too, everybody does. <laughs> I mean, everybody does. I mean, I, I got to get more sponsorships for myself from somewhere. I don't know. My favorite food. Let's see. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be calling ICE addiction. If you've never had that, oh, that's really good in Hendersonville. Okay. And pizza and okay. hot dogs. <laughs> I want a hot dog spot. Well, we have them. We've got double dogs. I forgot. Right. Yeah. Double dogs over in Gallatin. So that's Matt. Ask for Matt. Ask for the coaches special over there. Uh, that's one of our sponsors. Also, uh, DraftKings Sports and Social, our newest sponsor. Super excited to be a part of their team. And uh, we're going to rev up from here all the way to a Super Bowl, big Super Bowl party at DraftKings Sports and Social uh, that you're not going to want to miss. It's going to be unbelievable. So excited about that. Uh, but, yeah, we're getting ready to go. Uh, go with Jaguars, Titans. And I asked this question mm-hmm. because 
I think it's an important question to ask. And that question is, is there such thing as must wins in football? And we're going to cover that on the other side, but Mike, is there such thing as a yes or no answer? Is there such a thing as a must win game? Yes, definitely. definitely I like it. I'm, I'm with you. I believe that. And I'm telling you right now, we're going to talk about it on the other side. This is a must, must win for the Tennessee Titans. And we'll talk about that on the other side. You're listening to the Sunday Morning Scramble on Nashville Sports Radio. We'll see you on the other side. AM 95.9 FM Brentwood Nashville 107.9 FM Smyrna Nashville's first 24-hour sports station WNSR Nashville Sports Radio ABC News I'm Brian Clark more than 30 premature babies have been evacuated from the Shifa Hospital in Gaza. There have been talks about a potential pause in fighting in exchange for the release of hostages being held by Hamas. But amid global calls for a ceasefire, Deputy National Security Advisor John Finer tells ABC's This Week why that is not what the U.S. supports. Calling on, on one side uh, to, to, to accept a ceasefire under that circumstance, especially when Hamas retains uh, capabilities. Israel's military operations are not yet complete, uh, is not something that we're going to support at this time. Millions of people in the U.S. on the roads and in the skies this week, and many are leaving earlier. The FAA says there's been a 13% increase in flights this weekend. Three women and one teenage girl were shot and killed in three locations across Memphis. Another girl was seriously hurt. Authorities believe it was the work of one man, a domestic incident. That man's been found dead of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. This is ABC News. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-343-6460. 800-343-6460. 800-343-6460. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping.